the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Healthy and ready. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. It is one of the key engines driving the U.S. economy, consumer spending. It rose by three-tenths of one percent last month, led by stepped-up spending on health care and cars and trucks. The Commerce Department also says that the Federal Reserve's preferred measure of inflation returned to the central bank's two-annual percent target after having been slightly elevated in prior months. In addition, personal incomes rose 0.2% in September, the smallest gain since June 2017, and roughly half of that increase was wiped out by inflation. Correspondent Ken Lorman. A federal prosecutor in Pittsburgh vowing to seek the death penalty for the suspect in the synagogue shooting. It killed 11 people and wounded six others. On Wall Street right now, the Dow is up 197 points. The Nasdaq, 82 points higher. This is SRN News. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play Wellness Radio Minneapolis. Throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite Wellness Radio 1570 hosts and shows with Alexa and Amazon Echo. A little past 9 a.m. on this Monday. Thank you for tuning in to Wellness 1570 and Like It Matters Radio. Coming up next with Mr. Black. You can listen to us on your smartphone with our mobile app. Check us out on TuneIn or iHeartRadio. And if you've got one of those smart speakers, Amazon, uh, Dot, uh, Echo, Spot, you once you enable us, you just say, Alexa, play Twin Cities Wellness Radio. And there you go. This is America's Lifestyle Coach with today's Health Minute. Please visit us at OnCallRadio.com. Janet in Lexington, Kentucky writes, Dr. Ace, I'm 58 and just had double bypass surgery. What can I do to maintain my heart health? Several things you can do. Diet is the key. Remember, food is our foundation. It's our best medicine. So start following the anti-inflammatory diet that's in my book, Empowering Your Health. Also, continue to exercise 30 minutes a day, five days a week, doing something you enjoy. Your body was designed to move, and you have to keep doing that. So find something you enjoy so you make sure to maintain that on a regular basis. Cod liver oil for your omega-3 fats, vitamin A, and vitamin D. And don't forget rest. Rest is a key. With our stressful lives, you have to maintain good, proper rest. Getting to bed before midnight is much better sleep than after midnight. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders. Does what we do matter? You know, in the big scheme of things, how important is a roof or gutters? And and maybe those things aren't real important in the eternal scope of things, but they are important in us establishing relationships with other people. And they're also important in being able to reach out, being able to meet people, being able to expand the kingdom or, or edify or build each other up. So maybe our work is more of a vehicle to establish relationships than it is just a business. Some of the services we offer are shingle roofing, residential roofing. We also do commercial and residential flat roofs, rubber and TPO flat roofs, small or large. For a free and obviously no obligation estimate, you can always contact us by phone at 612-900-9166 or look us up online at thekingdombuilders.net. For 30 years, healthcare insurers have had it wrong. We don't need to manage our healthcare. We need to manage the finance of our healthcare. Sustainable health care. What is it? How do we attain it? What changes are needed? What does it mean for doctors, health care insurers, pharmaceutical companies, and most importantly, you, the patient? If you like your doctor, can you really keep your doctor? Or can you change the system to keep them in practice? These and a host of other questions are addressed by Dr. Stephen Trobiani, MD, on his program, 
Sustainable Healthcare on Twin Cities Wellness Radio, Saturdays at 2 p.m. Dr. Trobiani brings 30 years of medical practice and many years of uncovering problems in the healthcare industry, and he'll offer solutions on restructuring healthcare financing through free enterprise. Tune in Saturdays at 2 p.m. and hear Dr. Trobiani's insight into providing prescriptions to what ails the healthcare industry. That's Sustainable Healthcare, Saturdays, 2 p.m. on Wellness Radio 1570. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And I'm so honored, as I am every single day, that you're choosing to join us on this radio program. You are listening to Like It Matters Radio Network. For once in your life, you actually found something that's all about you. We are part of the Health and Wellness Network, an entire network of radio stations dedicated to you, the listener, to be better, to be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. And and this is where we come together. We philosophize, we theorize, we realize we are designing the radio program that's really threefold, uh, inspirational, educational, and applicational. And you can listen to us every Monday through Friday. This should be a regular part of your day from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time right here on this radio format. Many, many ways to listen to the Like It Matters Radio Network. You can listen on iHeartRadio or TuneIn Radio. If you just go to either one of those formats and you query Wellness Radio, you should be able to find us uh, in every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. Also, we have a couple local stations around the country that are health and wellness stations that also carry us uh, in um, beautiful Twin Cities of Minneapolis-St. Paul, AM 1570, Twin Cities Wellness Radio, all wellness all the time, and our newest uh, family affiliate uh, in St. Louis, Missouri, 1380 The Pulse, 1380thepulse.com, a brand new station committed to your health and your wellness. And I am Mr. Black, and if you want to hear any of these archived shows, you can easily do that by going to likeitmattersradio.com. LikeItMattersRadio.com. We have all archived messages stored there, and they can be downloaded, a little podcast on SoundCloud. Yesterday, we talked about the little things. And as I was doing my research and going into the little things, uh, I talked yesterday a little bit about something called the Anthropic Principles. Uh, And today, we're going to go in uh, detail. You know, today's show is going to be called Houston, We Have a Problem. Houston, we have a problem. You know, Apollo 13, uh, if you know anything about American history, you know anything about NASA or space industry, uh, Apollo 13 was one of the most challenging and famed missions in the history of our space agency, NASA. Uh, and I'm going to really cover that story today. As a matter of fact, today we're going to spend a, a, a few moments, if you were, a few minutes aboard um, the Apollo 13. And as we do, we're going to point out some of the what's called anthropic constants that make our lives possible. And there's a reason for this. You know, we talk all the time about the structure of our beliefs and the power of our belief systems. Um, everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief. And yet most people don't know what they believe. And if you take all your beliefs, there are different categories of beliefs. Uh, the highest category is, you know, the hall of fame of beliefs. You know, just so- certain things that are never going to change. You know, my belief uh, in Jesus Christ, that Jesus Christ is the, the only way to God the Father. Uh, nothing will ever change that. I study the Quran. Uh, I reach out to my Muslim brothers and sisters because they do know Isa al-Masir. Uh, I got a lot of Jewish friends. And so I'm a pretty logical type of guy. And so there are certain beliefs that are called Hall of Fame beliefs, but there are also 
certain things. I don't know if you call them laws, call them rules. Uh, you know, I think uh, there's this thing called the rules of being human. There are certain rules, you know, certain laws of physics, basic um, laws of science. You know, the law of gravity, something goes up, something must come down. And I want to show you that these are all around us. There are things going on behind the scenes that none of us understand, but yet are built into the process. And if we understand these things, then we can build, I'm going to use that word lightly, but we can build a life of significance, a life that's truly incredible. But we got to know what it is that makes a difference. You know, Charles Swindoll said the difference between something good and something great is attention to detail. It's also knowing the detail. It's also knowing that there are hidden things that are playing into the equation. And that's where vision also comes in. Potter Stewart said this, Ethics ethics is knowing the difference between what you have a right to do and what is right to do. Notice again we talk about the difference. Little things that make a big difference. That's the key. Remember yesterday and yesterday's show, we were talking about the little things that made a huge, huge difference. You know, water drops in gas tank make a huge difference. You know, sand, little grains of sand in a finely tuned engine make a difference. How about you, this incredible machine that you are, but put a little bitty pebble in your shoe and see how your day goes. How about this, your eye, the incredible eyes, and ever get something in your eye, something so little but you can't see, it blinks, you want someone to get out of there, your it, water's tearing up, I mean your eye's tearing up and there's water coming out and you feel like you're being blinded, like you have a huge old plank in your eye and someone else looks in and it's nothing, they can't see anything, just a little piece of sand, maybe a little eyelash and you can't even see. The great value of oysters, how incredible they are. And yet a little grain of sand, I'm sorry, oysters, how about about pearls? Oysters really aren't that valuable, but (laughs) pearls are. But you get a little bitty gravel, a grain of sand in an oyster to cause irritation. And then it releases nacre, and then the mother of pearl, and then all of a sudden it starts coating it. And when it's done, you have an incredible, incredible pearl. That's worth lots of money. You got to know what is it that's making the difference. What are these constants? What are these rules, if you will, that are always in place? You know, APJ Abdul Kalam, I don't know who he is, but I like this quote. If a country is to be corruption-free and become a nation of beautiful minds, I strongly feel there are three key societal members who can make a difference. The father, the mother, and the teacher. Again, the difference maker. We got to know those things uh, that make a difference. You know, Robert Frost's famous poem, Two roads diverged in a wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by. And that has made all the difference. I love Yogi Berra. In theory, there's no difference between theory and practice. In practice, there is. (laughs) How about Drew Houston put it this way? There are 30,000 days in your life. When I was 24, I realized I'm almost 9,000 days down. There are no warm-ups, no practice rounds, no reset buttons. Your biggest risk isn't failing. It's getting too comfortable. Every day we're writing a few more words of a story. I wanted my story to be an adventure. And that's made all the difference in the world. Euripides said this, When a man's stomach is full, it makes no difference whether he is rich or poor. How about Colonel Sanders? you got to like your work. You have got to like what you're doing. You've got to do something worthwhile so you can like it because it's worthwhile. That it makes a difference. Don't you see? William James says whenever you're in conflict with someone, there's one factor that can make the difference between damaging a relationship and deepening it. That difference? Attitude. The first idea the child must acquire is that of the difference between good and evil. You've ever heard of Montessori schools? That was by Maria Montessori. How about this one? Richard Nyberg told us this really big difference. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know 
the difference. How about Michael Marpurgo said this, it's the teacher that makes the difference, not the classroom. So today we're going to go into some constants, the constants that are all around us everywhere, and we're going to take a trip with Apollo 13. This is going to be a unique edition of Like It Matters Radio. Today's topic, Houston, we have a problem. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. We'll be back in three minutes with the Apollo 13 landing. I've been to training. I've been to training put on by Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar. But I've never walked away with a growth experience like I did with the Leadership Awakening. Are you stuck in a rut? Have you leveled life's undulating line and flatlined your hopes and dreams? The time is now to attend Leadership Awakening with Mr. Black. Not since my Ranger training in the U.S. Army have I been pushed to see and feel the abilities I have to live life to the fullest. During this three-day life boot camp, you will clean up your thinking and restart your heart, helping you have the passion and enthusiasm your life's been missing. My heart was spiritually mended. I'm excited about living my my life like it matters. By far the best 46 hours I've ever spent. Graduates leave Leadership Awakening refocused with the biggest feeling of self-confidence and a renewed passion and enthusiasm for their business and their personal lives. Call now and commit to giving and getting more from life. 817-502-1554 or email me at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I liked things to always be the same. Anything new or different would scare and upset me. I was very sensitive to lights and sounds. It was almost like I had bigger eyes and ears than everyone else. So I built secret hiding places where nothing could get in. I didn't like looking people in the eye. It made me feel uncomfortable. I'd throw big tantrums over little things like when my socks didn't match. Sometimes I'd do the same things over and over. Until one day, I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. You can see signs of autism in children as young as 18 months. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. If listening to Mr. Black on Like It Matters Radio is not enough, if you need more of him, here's one option for your Mr. Black fix. Like It Matters Way of Warrior is his daily blog that can be delivered directly to you. Each day he chooses a word from the Book of Wisdom and expands and illuminates the scripture to allow for application. Go to wayofwarrior.blog, click the follow button, and join the daily blog. For more of Mr. Black, go to wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. Raise the bar with Mr. Black. In addition to Like It Matters Radio, Mr. Black is available for life caddy work, one-on-one coaching to help you achieve your dreams. Need a keynote speaker? Mr. Black will personalize a message for your audience. He also provides customized training for your business or organization. And of course, who can forget Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training, where thousands of lives have been transformed. All at likeitmatters.net. Raise the bar with Mr. Black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, your radio host, your radio live caddy. And this week, we will be in the beautiful Twin Cities of Minneapolis, St. Paul. Thursday night, the 26th of January, we'll be starting up Leadership Awakening. And by the way, there are still openings. If you truly want to change your world, my friend, you must change your thinking. Come to Leadership Awakening, two and a half days, the most intensive life-altering training that will teach you how you work. It'll recalibrate your mind, it'll resuscitate your heart, it'll reignite uh, the fire, the passion for your vision, for your dreams. If you'd like a honeymoon with your spouse you've been married to for 20 years, if you'd like a 20 years younger, a swing in your step, a, uh, an extra sparkle in your eye, uh, I've got something real, something structural, something that will change your life and allow you to keep the change. And then you got this daily radio show from Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, that will help you keep it going. So go to likeitmatters.net, likeitmatters.net, and you can check out our schedule. 
testimonials from hundreds of people. February 9th through 11th, we will be in Sacramento, California. Uh, we don't go over to the West Coast that often. So when we get there, those of you that don't want to fly to Texas or to fly to Minneapolis, uh, that is your opportunity. And today, we are talking about Houston. We have a problem. You know, yesterday we did a show called The Little Things, and as I was talking about the little things, I wasn't prepared to talk about them, but I brought up the anthropic constants, anthropic principles. These are little things that are huge things, little things that are going on um, without people seeing them that make all the difference in the world. And so what I want to do is make you realize there are a lot of things going on that a lot of us don't know are going on, don't realize are going on, but yet they hold the keys. And just like in our leadership training, if you're going to do any change, long-term change, you must do it the way the unconscious mind is made. And so today we're going to go through one of the most famous uh, space odysseys that we've had in history, and that is the Apollo 13, one of the most challenging and famed missions in the history of NASA, and I'm going to take you aboard Apollo 13 to see what is it that truly makes a difference. You know, it was William Paley who made the famous argument that every watch requires a watchmaker. He said, imagine you were walking along in the woods and you find a diamond-studded Rolex on the ground. What do you conclude is the cause of that watch? The wind and the rain? Erosion? Some combination of natural forces? Of course not. There's absolutely no question in your mind that some intelligent being made that watch and that some unfortunate individual must have accidentally dropped it there. Scientists are now finding that the universe is in which we live is like that diamond-studded Rolex except the universe is even more precisely designed than the watch. In fact, the universe is specifically tweaked to enable life on Earth, a planet with scores of improbable and interdependent life-supporting conditions that make it a tiny oasis in a vast and hostile environment or universe. And what I want you to know is as we go back and we see the hidden design in this great world, and we got people that worship the world, and we got Al Gore that let's save the planet. You know, all these people worship this planet, worship God's creation instead of God. It's this incredible work of art, this magical thing. And yet there are hidden, hidden pieces, hidden laws, hidden facts that guide everything. And why this matters to you, at the end of this show, the segment four, I'm going to go over five anthropic constants. Five anthropic constants. If you want to live a life of significance, if you want to live a life like it matters, these are five laws, five rules. You can't go around these. You must accept these, believe these, adopt these, and use these as a frame for everything. And so first, I'm going to show you how this world that we live in has those same principles, those same guidelines. Matter of fact, these highly precise and interdependent environmental conditions, which are called anthropic constants, make up what is known as the anthropic principle. Anthropic comes from the Greek word that means human or man. The anthropic principle is just a fancy title for the mounting evidence that has many scientists believing that the universe is extremely fine-tuned. It's designed to support human life here on Earth. It's not that there are just a few broadly defined constants, by the way. Nope. There are more than 100 very narrowly defined constants that strongly point to a design. Astrophysicist, smart guy, astrophysicist Hugh Ross has calculated the probability that these constants, and, and supposedly there's 122 in all, he calculated the possibility that the world would exist today for any planet in the universe by chance without design. Assuming that there are 10 to the 22nd power planets in the universe, this is a quote from Hugh Ross, just so you know, a very large number, one with 22 zeros following it, his answer is shocking. 
There is one chance in 10 to the 138th power. That's one chance in one with 138 zeros after it. Did you get that? That these things could happen randomly. And by the way, there are only about 10 to the 70th power atoms in the entire universe. So, in effect, there's zero chance that any planet in the universe would have the life-supporting conditions we have unless there was a design behind it. And so that's what we got to realize with our lives, too. Great lives don't just happen. There's a design behind it. There is work behind it. And in this vast and hostile universe, we earthlings are much like astronauts who can survive only in the small confines of their spaceship. And if you think about our map of reality, the world that we create becomes our life support system. It becomes our spaceship. So let's go on to Apollo 13. Houston, we have a problem. It's April 13, 1970, more than two days since Mission Commander Jim Lavelle and two other astronauts blasted out of the Earth's atmosphere on Apollo 13. They're now flying through space at more than 2,000 miles an hour, eagerly anticipating a walk that only a few men had taken, a walk on the surface of the moon. Everything is going as planned on their magnificently designed spacecraft. In Lovell's own words, he and his crew are fat, dumb, and happy. But all that's about to change. At 55 hours and 54 minutes into the mission, shortly after completing a TV broadcast back to Earth, Lovell is putting wires away when he hears a loud bang. He initially thinks it's just pilot Jack Swigert playing a joke on secretly actuating a noisy valve. But when he sees the concerned expression on Swigert's face, an expression that reveals it's not my fault, Lovell quickly realizes that this is not a joke. The dialogue between Anstrons Lovell, Swigert, Fred Hayes, and Charlie Duke, Duke being on the ground in Houston, goes like this. Swigert, Houston, we have a problem here. Duke, this is Houston. Say again, please. Lovell, Houston, we've had a problem. We've had a main B bus undervolt. Duke. Roger, main B undervolt, haze. Okay, right now, Houston, the voltage is looking good. We had a pretty large bang associated with the caution and warning there. And as I recall, main B was the one that had an amp spike on it once before. Duke, Roger, Fred, Hayes. That jolt must have rocked the sensor on oxygen quantity too. It was oscillating down around 20 to 60%. Now it's full scale high. At this point, the astronauts are not entirely sure what's happening. Oxygen tank sensors appear to be erratic. They're showing the tanks have as little as 20% to the impossible quantity of over 100%. Meanwhile, despite Hayes' initial observation that the voltage is looking good, multiple master caution warnings on the ship's electrical system are telling the opposite story. Within a few minutes, the dire nature of the problem becomes apparent. Apollo 13 doesn't have a sensor problem. It has an actual problem. Their spacecraft, now nearly 200,000 nautical miles from the Earth and heading away from home, is quickly losing oxygen and power. Two of the three fuel cells are dead, and the third one is depleting rapidly. Haste notifies Houston about the power situation. Haste. AC2 is showing zip. We got a main bus A under volt now. It's reading about 25 and a half. Main B is reading zip right now. Level then reports the oxygen problem. Level. And our O2 quantity number two tank is reading zero. Did you get that? Houston. O2 quantity number two is zero. Then, as Level looks out a hatch, he sees what appears to be a gas venting into space from the side of the spacecraft. Level. And it looks to me, looking out the hatch, that we are venting something. Houston. Roger. Level. We are. We are venting something out into, the, into space. Houston, Roger, we copy your venting, level. It's a gas of some sort. That gas is later confirmed to be oxygen. Although the crew doesn't know this yet, oxygen tank 2 just has exploded. And damaged oxygen tank 1 in the process. Level can't see the damage, just the venting gas. And so with that, I'm going to go into, after the break, some of these constants, some of these laws, some of these rules that are underlying. And you know the great thing about this Apollo 13? You're going to find out that it was one 
minor mistake, one miscalculation, one thing that was just a half an inch off that caused what could have been massive destruction. And because people knew how things worked, knew what underlying laws were, knew what the principles that were foundational, because they knew that, they were allowed to take a near failure and turn it into one of the greatest successes in the history of America. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is what we have the potential to do. So I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on Like It Matters Radio Network. And today, we're on Apollo. Here's what a pastor from North Carolina who served for 33 years said about Leadership Awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those, been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry-related. And I mean, I'm, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows. And I've been encouraged, and I've been excited, and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did, and I'm not sure ever could, because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned, and it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, January 24th through the 26th. Go to likeitmatters.net. Click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening doesn't take applicants, only commitment. When I found out I was pregnant, I panicked. I was afraid, feeling pressured. I didn't know what else to do. I was nine weeks along and didn't know there were other options. I didn't know the baby already had a beating heart. I didn't know there were couples waiting to adopt. I called the confidential hotline and learned the facts. I found an option that both my baby and I can live with. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard People. So often we get calls just like this from men and women seeking help and alternatives. Our age hotline connects callers to the services they need for pregnancy, adoption, as well as post-abortion assistance. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of confidential counseling or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out on the web, prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. Did you know approximately 980 Minnesotans will be diagnosed with pancreatic cancer this year? Only 88 will live to see the year 2022. These are not simply statistics. Every one of those diagnosed represents someone's mother, father, sister, brother, colleague, or friend. Pancreatic cancer is the world's toughest cancer with a five-year survival rate of just 9% in the U.S. The Pancreatic Cancer Action Network is determined to improve patient outcomes today and double survival by 2020. But we need your help. We are the only organization with a nationwide grassroots army, inspiring over 1 million people to take action and accelerate progress in the fight to end pancreatic cancer. We must do more and demand urgent action to save lives. Find out how you can join the fight by visiting pancan.org. That's P-A-N-C-A-N dot org. Pancan.org. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. If you miss any of this radio show or you want to listen to archived radio shows, go to likeitmattersradio.com. Likeitmattersradio.com. And today, Houston... We have a problem. We are going into anthropic constants. And before the break, we said we're going to go into our first constant in life, and that is oxygen level. On Earth, oxygen comprises 21% of the atmosphere, ladies and gentlemen. That precise figure is an anthropic constant that makes life on Earth possible. If oxygen were 25%, fires would erupt spontaneously. If it were 15%, human beings would suffocate. Level and his crew must now find a way to maintain the right level of oxygen in the ship. But oxygen is not their only problem. Like the atmosphere on Earth, a change in one constant on the spacecraft can affect several others that are also necessary for life. The explosion creates a shortage not only of oxygen, but also of electricity and water. 
On Apollo 13, water and electricity are produced by combining oxygen with hydrogen in the fuel cells. Without oxygen, there will be no way to manufacture air, water, or power. And since they are in a vacuum of space, there's no source of oxygen from the outside. The situation is so unimaginable that Jack Swigert would later say, if someone had thrown that at us in a simulator, meaning a quadruple failure of fuel cells 1 and 3 and oxygen tanks 1 and 2, we've had said, come on, you're not being realistic. Unfortunately, this isn't the simulator, but a real emergency in a spacecraft two-thirds of the way to the moon. What can they do? Fortunately, there's a lifeboat. The lunar module, LM, known as the LEM, has provisions that can be used in an emergency. The LM is the craft attached to the top of the command module, CM, that two of the astronauts are scheduled to ride down to the moon while the third astronaut orbits above. Of course, the moon landing is about to be called off, saving the lives of the astronauts is now the new mission of Apollo 13. So in an effort to save power for reentry, the astronauts quickly power down the command module and climb into the LM. But even with the LM, the astronauts are by no means out of the woods. They still have to sling around the moon in order to get back to Earth. And this will take time. Time they don't have. So the LM has provisions designed to sustain two men for about 40 hours. But they need to sustain three men for four days. As a result, every effort is made to conserve water, oxygen, and electricity. All non-essential systems are shut down, including heat and the astronauts decrease their water consumption to one small cup per day. Haze, feeling ill, soon begins to run a fever, and all three of the astronauts slowly begin dehydrating. This makes concentration more difficult. Ladies and gentlemen, what could be going on in your life that could top this? So unfortunately, with most automated systems shut down, concentration becomes more and more critical. Some of you should know what I'm talking about. Besides slinging around the moon, the crew needs to make several manual course corrections to ensure they hit the proper reentry angle and to speed up their trip home. To do so, they'll have to manually navigate by the stars. But since debris from the explosion continues to envelop the ship in the vacuum of space, the astronauts can't distinguish the stars from sunlight reflecting off the debris. Consequently, they are reduced to using the Earth and the Sun as navigational reference points by lining them up in a spacecraft window. Using this rather crude method, they check their calculations again and again to ensure they are correct. They have little room for error. In fact, they must aim the ship for re-entry at a point no less than 5.5 degrees and no more than 7.3 degrees below the Earth's horizon from the spacecraft's point of view. Any deviation from that range and their ship will either skip off the Earth's atmosphere or burn up too steep a descent. So, anthropic constant two, atmospheric transparency. The small window the astronauts must hit reflects the exacting standards by which the universe has been designed. While the atmosphere presents a re-entry problem for the astronauts, its present qualities are absolutely essential for life here on Earth. The degree of transparency of the atmosphere is an anthropic constant. If the atmosphere were less transparent, not enough solar radiation would reach the Earth's surface. If it were more transparent, we would be bombarded with far too much solar radiation. In addition to atmospheric transparency, the atmospheric composition of precise levels of nitrogen, oxygen, carbon dioxide, and ozone are in themselves anthropic constants. There's a whole bunch of them right there. So anthropic constant number three, moon-earth gravitational interaction. Again, these are these rules and laws that these leaders must know. How else could they implement them? How else could they take certain failure and death and create one of the most incredible success stories in the history of our country? So anthropic constant three, As the astronauts begin to sling around the moon, they encounter another anthropic constant. This one regards the gravitational interaction that the Earth has with the moon. If the interaction were greater than it currently is, tidal effects on the ocean, atmosphere, and rotational period would be too severe. If it were less, orbital changes would cause climatic instabilities. 
In either event, life on Earth would be impossible. Following their close encounter with the moon, the astronauts are finally heading toward home. However, still another problem rises. The delicate living conditions inside the spacecraft are becoming contaminated. As oxygen is being consumed, the astronauts are producing a new problem simply by exhaling. That is, carbon dioxide is beginning to reach dangerous levels inside the ship. If they can't find a way to change the carbon dioxide filters in the LM, then three astronauts will be poisoned by their own breaths. Mission Control tells the astronauts to unpack extra filters designed for the command module to see if they can be used in the LM. But instead of getting some much-needed good news, the astronauts soon realize that the CM filters are the wrong size and the shape for LM. Go figure, right? Contractor A apparently had not coordinated with Contractor B. Anybody know this one? What a frustration. So here's what Gene Krantz, the director of the flight, said. He said, tell me this isn't a government project. Scrambling for a solution, NASA engineers on the ground begin what is known as workaround. They brainstorm a way to rig the square CM filters to fit the round hole in the LM with just materials that can be scrounged up on the spacecraft. They design a fix that they think will work and then talk the crew through the rigging process. Their workaround involves the ingenious use of cardboard, spacesuit hoses, stowage bags, and duct tape. Yes, it also fixes anything in space, too. Don't leave home without it, right? So anthropic constant four, carbon dioxide level. Of course, such a rig is not necessary here on Earth because just the right level of carbon dioxide is maintained naturally in the Earth's atmosphere. This is another anthropic constant. If the CO2 level were higher than it is now, a runaway greenhouse effect would develop. We'd all burn up. If the level were lower than it is now, Plants would not be able to maintain efficient photosynthesis, and we'd all suffocate. The same fate the astronauts were attempting to avoid. Thankfully, the rig filters worked and by the crew valuable time. And so as they approach reentry, the the crew climbs back in the command module in an attempt to power it up. This is their only hope of getting home. The LM doesn't have a heat shield. But with all three fuel cells dead and only battery power available, the normal CM power-up procedure will not work. Not every system can be brought online because there simply isn't enough juice in the batteries. As a result, they have to rely on a new power-up procedure that other NASA engineers and astronauts have just finished developing on the ground. News bulletins. There's another anthropic constant that's coming into play, and that is called gravity. Gravity. The gravity that is pulling the astronauts back home is still another anthropic constant. Its strength may be terrifying, but it couldn't be any different for life to exist here on Earth. If gravitational forces were altered by 0.000001%, that looks like 22 zeros, our, but 1%, our sun would not exist, and therefore neither would we. Talk about precision. As the astronauts plummet to Earth in their crippled spacecraft, no one is certain if they will survive the violent and intensely hot reentry. Too many questions remain unanswered. Is the heat shield fully intact? Is the ship really on the right entry angle? Entry angle? Will the entry batteries on the CM work? Will the parachutes deploy properly? To make matters worse, there's a typhoon warning in the recovering area. Wow. In light of all the uncertainty, the astronauts pay their respects to the ground crew just prior to the three-minute radio blackout that accompanies reentry. Swigert, hey, I want to say you guys are doing real good work. Houston, so are you guys, Jack. Swigert, I know all of us here want to thank all of you guys down there for the very fine job you did. Lovell, that's a firm, Joe. Houston, I tell you, we all had a good time doing it. Lovell, yet a good bedside matter. Houston, that's the nicest thing anybody's ever said. Houston, okay, loss of signal in a minute. Welcome home. Swigert, thank you. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to end that there. But what we don't know is there was a couple minutes of silence. 
And the people on the ground didn't know if that ship had made it. And the people in the ship didn't know what to expect. And so that is just an incredible, incredible leadership. To take sheer near death and turn it into great success, there's these constants. Unless these astronauts, unless these scientists knew the underlying principles, the underlying belief system, the underlying laws, the rules, we would be having a much different conversation today about the loss of those great men and what couldn't happen. And so after the break, we're going to go into the constant, the laws that are underlying all things in life if you want to truly live your life like it matters. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to St. Louis November 8th through the 10th. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Hi, this is Eric with the Kingdom Builders with some words of encouragement for you today. In Galatians 5-7, Paul tells us that those who have put their trust in Jesus Christ are no longer bondservants, but sons. And as sons, then heirs of God through Christ. He goes on in Ephesians 1-3 to explain what a great blessing that is when he says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ. There are two small words in that verse that bring great encouragement. The first is half, which tells me it is already done. And the second is all, which tells me that I lack nothing in Christ. Oh, how great to be called a child of God. On behalf of the Kingdom Builders, I hope these words are encouragement to you today. If you'd like to contact us, look us up online at thekingdombuilders.net. I am Marcus Juvland. Like my dad always says, we're not salespeople, we're just great roofers. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is, is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, January 24th through the 26th. Go to likeitmatters.net. Click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening doesn't take applicants, only commitment. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And today we've been covering the anthropic principles. Today's show is called Houston we have a problem. And by the way, if you do Facebook, please like us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash L-I-M radio. And by the way, what I've, been, I've actually been reading to you is from a great book, one of my favorite books uh, called I Don't Have Enough Faith to Be an Atheist by Frank Turek and Norman Geisler. Normally, I wouldn't read that big of a swath from a book. This is from Chapter 4, Divine Design. Boy, I always tell, if you really want to make an intelligent decision, next to the Bible, if I had one book uh, where I would want to study if there is a God and share with other people the facts about that there is a God, I would have uh, this book. I don't have enough faith to be an atheist. About 500 pages, no easy read. Highly recommend you listen to it. It takes an intellectual approach to the question of God. 
And could there be a God? And if there was a God, what would his qualities need to be? And it builds from there. And so I've been reading from I Don't Have Enough Faith to Be an Atheist by Frank Turek and Norman Geisler, Chapter 4, Divine Design. I've been focusing on the Apollo 13, one of the most challenging and famed missions in the history of NASA. It is one of those things that became a huge success story, but it could have just as easily been a huge failure. And the reason I'm covering this is because there are supposedly 122 of these anthropic constants, 122 underlying rules, laws, beliefs, systems, whatever you want to call them, that must be in place uh, for life to exist on this planet. It's no random act, you know, and just like we live on this incredible planet and we see the beauty of the universe and the galaxies. And uh, boy, you can see God through the beauty of his creation. But just like there's underlying laws, underlying rules, beliefs, the same thing goes with us. And if we're truly going to live our lives like they matter, then we need to know what are the underlying rules. You know, I got this great picture. Uh, 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 Joseph Sabok, I think, sent it to me from Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas shows a picture of the iceberg illusion. It says, success is an iceberg. And then off to the side, it says, what people see, and you see the top of the iceberg, you see the water line, and then you see all the stuff below. But so it says, success is an iceberg, and then above, it's what people see. And then below, underwater, what people don't see, shows persistence, somebody putting a big ball up a mountain, shows failure, Shows sacrifice, disappointment, uh, dedication, hard work, good habits. Those are all under what people don't see. Might I suggest as well, there are certain rules, certain laws, and BS, belief systems. And it's these things that you might not see that truly do equate to success. And so what I want to do is I want to go through these Five, what I consider five anthropic constants for living a life that matters. Five. And so there's no order to these, but these are five facts, five beliefs that you should buy into, you accept, just like life ain't no fair and life is hard, so put your big boy pants on. Uh, that's just facts. So quit focusing on it, quit making it worse, and just accept it and move on. Matter of fact, NASA, who we just talked about Apollo 13, this whole show, NASA had a strategy. If you were to go to training with NASA, you had to adopt their three-point strategy. Number one, know what the worst thing that can happen is. Number two, accept it. And number three, expect the best. In the business world, we call it the Walenda factor. So, five anthropic constants if you want to live your life like it matters. Number one, life is an undulating line. Just deal with it. There are peaks and there are valleys. The peaks are to be enjoyed and to be noted. But this too shall pass. The valleys are to be used to grow us, to gather resources, to prepare for the next ascension to the mountaintop. But it's very important, ladies and gentlemen, we cannot waste the valleys. The valleys are so critical. Don't waste the valley. Better mountaintops come from learning in the valley. Some of the most fertile places in the world are valleys. That's the key. It's not, if you're not as successful as you want to be, it's because you haven't failed enough. You haven't spent enough time in the valleys. You need to fail forward. You need to learn from your stakes. Pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and hit it again. See, what we do, ladies and gentlemen, in our training, why it works so well is in Leadership Awakening, if you want more information, go to likeitmatters.net. We actually deal with exposure therapy. Exposure therapy is a psychological treatment developed to help people confront their fears. When people are fearful of something, they tend to avoid the feared objects, activities, or situations. And all the avoidance might help reduce feelings of fear in the short term. Over the long term, it can make things worse. And in situations like that, a psychologist might recommend a program of exposure therapy in order to help break the pattern of avoidance and fear. In this form of therapy, psychologists create a safe environment in which to expose individuals to the things they fear and avoid. 
The exposure to the feared object, activities, or situations in a safe environment helps reduce fear. Exposure therapy has been scientifically de- demonstrated to help, uh, help in the treatment of phobias, panic disorders, social anxiety disorder, obsessive compulsive disorder, PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, generalized anxiety disorder. And what we do is something called in vivo exposure, directly facing a feared object, situation, or activity in real life. That's what we do. We take you through more life in two days than most people go through in a couple years, the ups and downs. Number two, don the sign under construction. Just know that you are not perfect and you are working to get to really good before you die. What's the old saying? Um, um, Perfection is our goal. Excellence will be tolerated. That needs to be your sign. Under construction. Each day, this should be your mantra. Constant and never-ending improvement. Dr. Charles Edward Deming went to Japan uh, after World War II and rebuilt that country using the concept of constant and never-ending improvement. We can use our low points to build us up and have greater high points. Number three, know the time. The time is now. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bible talks about time. It uses two different words, chronos and kairos. Kronos is the time on your watch, but Kairos is the time that you're living. And real people who live their lives like they matter, they know what time it is. The time is now. We don't need to go halfway across the world to go on a mission trip. Just avail and commit. Just show up. Walk down the street. Walk across your hallway. Walk across your room. Avail and commit. Be available in the now moment. And whatever is put in front of you, commit. Press the go button. Leaders have the go button. Number four, it's not about me. If you're going to live a life that truly matters, then you need to get this, leaders. Rule number one, it's not about me. you got to realize there's a bigger cause, a bigger calling, that we are here to serve and not to be served. Conduit, no cistern. We are called to be a conduit. A conduit, things pass through. A cistern, things stop in. They're held there. They end there. You know, we got too many Dead Sea leaders. The Dead Sea is one of the lowest points in the world. And waterways pour into it, but nothing pours out of it. You don't be a Dead Sea leader. You'll be a lonely life, and it'll be a lonely eulogy. Because not many people will be there. And lastly, number five, the anthropic constants for living a life that matters. We were made for a purpose. Fools say in their heart there is no God. But we are not a mistake. We are not by chance. Each person is unique. You're rare. And there's great value in your uniqueness. Rare things cost a lot more money. There's nothing random about you. You have five things unique to you that we know of and how many more that we don't know of. Your fingerprints. No one will never have fingerprints like you. And I could take your fingerprints and give you a brain map. And in tomorrow's show, we're going to be talking about that because it's unique to you. You are rare and tell you how gifted you are. Your DNA is unique to you. No one has DNA like you. Your brain map, which we'll cover tomorrow, which identifies your innate intellects, identifies the 10 different ways you are smart and exactly the processor in each intellect and the speed, which means the power. The back of your eye, your venal pattern in your retina is unique to you. Your life experience, fingerprints, DNA, brain map, venal pattern in your retina, and your life experience. All things that are 100% separate, different, rare for you. And so, ladies and gentlemen, if you truly want to live your life like it matters to make any change, you must do it the way your subconscious mind works. The subconscious mind holds all the anthropic principles. So, you've been listening to Like It Matters Radio Network. You are under construction, and I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future and reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. 
Darren College, a former NFL Super Bowl champion, signed the most important contract of his life to serve in the Army National Guard. The National Guard for me was a perfect fit. I've had a lot of military in my family. It's a big part of what uh, my family's done for a long time. I'm, I want to go out there and make a difference. I want to be a part of something bigger than myself. I didn't find that in the normal day-to-day life. I didn't find that working behind a desk. I realized being hands-on and being a soldier was something that would keep me active, keep me outside, keep me in the, that team environment that I craved and that I needed so much. And then the opportunity to serve my community and serve my country was just icing on the cake. I wanted to be in Boise, Idaho. I wanted to be home. The National Guard gave me the opportunity to stay right where I was, serve my country and my community, and it was the best of both worlds. I grew up flying bush planes in Alaska with my dad. I was fortunate enough to get my pilot's license. I wanted to be in helicopters. I wanted to be a crew chief. The Army National Guard gave me a chance to fly helicopters now instead of fixed-wing aircraft. To learn how to be part of the Army National Guard, log on to nationalguard.com. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association. And this. Hi, this is Scott Black, host of Like It Matters Radio. Heard weekday mornings at 9 on Wellness Radio, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Twin Cities Wellness Radio. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.